Yesterday when I was talking to daddy, to dad, he gave me, he gave me a word, and that word I realized it's a message. And the message is the Joshua generation. Somebody said the Joshua. He, he just told me, he just told me something. And then the Lord said, this is your message. I'm sending you to tell the church this. And then what the Lord told me is that that one was not spoken by Dr. Robert. The Spirit of the Lord spoke to me right after. He says, there is a switch and a changing of generation right now. And you need to be aware of that. If you miss that, you will stay in the old. Yes. And when you stay in the old, it's very painful. Hallelujah. You didn't move on. So I want to read Joshua chapter number one, verse one to nine. Let's go. He said, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord. Say, after the death of Moses. The Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, Moses, my servant, is kaput. Now he's dead, okay? Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan and all these people and all these people into the land that I am giving to them and to the people of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread. Oh my God, my God. When I come to this place all the time, I stop. Every place. That is access granted. It's every place that the sole of your foot not your feet, your foot. We have two, we have feet, two feet, and then you stand on one foot. Huh? Is that, uh, is it English? One foot, two feet. Huh? So it's the sole of your foot. So what is he saying? It's given as you step. So when you lift up this one, this one is already granted. This territory belongs to you. This one join it, and then this one. And, ooh, it's a movement. It's a movement. It's a movement. He was telling him, "You are on a move." Hmm. He said, "I'm given uh, to the people of Israel every place uh, I have given to you. I have given. It's a past tense, as I promised to Moses. So the giving was in the promise. So the moment he promised to Moses, it was already given. He is not going to give." Remember, the realities of God are in his promises. So when you receive the promise, you have a reality. If God says, I will bless you, it's for you to understand he has already blessed you. <laughs> From the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river uh, Ephrates, all the land of the Hittites to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. So God has given him the borders. But you will not inherit it unless it goes there. You see, all this is your territory. But you access it as you explore it. God has given many things to the body of Christ. But we are not exploring them. So we can't enjoy them. Hallelujah. Let me stop there to just give a story. I went to a place called Red Hill. Red Hills. I'm still reading. Don't misunderstand me. I went there and uh, I walked in the mountains, in the valleys. It was nice. Sitting on top of a mountain, I was praying there. And then the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me. And he said, listen to this. I said, listen. I said, I'm listening. He said, there was a man that bought this farm. It was a parable. And then, when he bought the farm, he said to himself, the land is so dry, he cannot, there's no water to irrigate. So he went to the neighbor and asked from them to sign a contract so I can buy water from him and irrigate his farm. So 
So it has been, it went on for many years. So his land was green because of the water of a neighbor. And then one day he went to the neighbor, he said, neighbor, your supply of water is so big. Where do you get it from? The neighbor said, from your farm. <laughs> he said, what do you mean from my farm? He said, did you walk your whole land when you bought it? He said, no. Have you explored your whole land? No. He said, at the border with you and me, there is a river back to your side. So I just put my hose pipe in my pipes in there. And then you are buying from me. The man was buying his own water for many years. And God says, son, I'm telling you, this is how the body of Christ is. I have given them great things. It's stored in them. But they are looking for the world to give them what I've already provided for them. And what is happening? The world is selling you stuff that you already have inside of you. Let me continue. He said, No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I was with Moses, so will I be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous, for you shall cause these people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all that the law of Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right. And, and, and to the left that you may have good success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may, careful, you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it for then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. You know, when you read this scripture, you can understand the personality of Joshua. Although he was a warrior, he was full of fear. And his greatest concern was what will happen if Moses is not there anymore. All these years, he was a warrior. But he never trusted what God has given him because he was trusting more what God has given to Moses than him. You know, there are people in the church that can do nothing if the pastor does not pray for them. Or the prophet does not release a word, they can't get a word. They are anointed by God, but yet they are afraid. So God says, Come and say, Moses, my servant, is dead. That's the announcement of a change of generation. Moses is dead. Your old ways are The way you fish, you see things is he said, Moses, my servant, is dead. Let me stop here and say something that I learned from an elderly man in the ministry. Uh, he came from, uh, from Congo. He said, oh, that blessed my heart. They were introducing him and they said, the servant of God is here. He stood up, he said, who is the servant? I'm not a servant of God. No, I'm not. David, come here. Come. Let me do something. This guy is my son. If I say, David, bring me my bag there. Thank you. Give it to Lerato. And come here. Okay. Is he my servant? No, he's my son that serves. So he will never become my servant. He will be my son that serves me. 
go see. So the church is not servants of God. We are sons that serves the Father. So if that first humility, I'm a servant, me, I'm nothing. Continue to be nothing. And the devil will know you are nothing. We have changed from the Old Testament mentality to the New Testament. In the New Testament, we don't have servants. We have sons that serve. And don't come with Paul. No, Paul said, I'm a born servant. Do you know Paul didn't have the fullness of revelation? That's the mistake in the church. They think Paul had all the revelation. No, Paul was talking at his level. We are talking at another level now. Taking the foundation of Paul so that we will not be swayed away by lies. We step on that stone and we say, Brother Paul, thank you for revealing us who Christ is in us. But now we're taking it favor. You say you are a born servant. Now we say we are sons that serves. And you know, when you are a son that serves, your attitude is different from a servant. A servant does not sit at the table. My God, my God. It means that I can send my son to do something, but at night, he does not ask me, Dad, can I sit here? It is place. If you don't understand what I told you, you will remain a servant all your life in the church, and you will, you will eat from the crumbs that fall from the table. You will not eat the bread of the children because you are not a child. He said, Moses, my servant is dead. Servants are dying. Sons are being raised. Yes, 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 yes. Why do, you, <laughs> why do you think Jesus was the first one that was raised from the dead and came back to life and walked with us because he was a son? All the servants died. The, the grave of David was there. He was a servant. The grave of Moses is there. He was a servant. But I have a good news for you. The sons. Ah. He said the world is waiting for the revelation of the sons of God. So, so sons are raised. My God. So Moses... My servant is dead. And he said, Now therefore, arise. Go to this Jordan. Do you know when we're talking to Joshua? He didn't say, Joshua, my servant. They said, Joshua, the servant of Moses. But that was not God said. It was written, but that part was not God saying. It was to bring understanding to the story and explain who Joshua is. So the Joshua generation is not the generation in the Old Testament. The Joshua generation are those who understand sonship. This is the generation God is raising now. We had an old generation in the church that is passing. This generation of the servants. That generation is passing. Uh, and, and right now, there is a generation of, of people that pioneered the movement of the spirit. Their time to go home has come. They're being removed from the scene. And now you need to come and take up the mantle and move on with God. But now you are not moving as a servant anymore. You are moving as, because the world is waiting. Not the servants. No, they have seen the servants. They haven't seen. My God. Is waiting. They are waiting with anticipation. Who will understand? Who will understand? Who will understand? Because when Jesus established is a, a millennium kingdom. It will be sons that will be in the kingdom. Okay. So Moses is dead. Uh, this morning something is dying. The lies of Satan are dying. And now you're going to arise as a son of a living God. Going home knowing who you are. Going home knowing that you have full approval of heaven. To do what he has called you to do. That you are not anymore begging for heaven you are asking there's a difference between begging and asking uh -huh, uh -huh. begging puts you in a place where you don't know if a guy will give when you are a son you ask you don't beg hallelujah 
So, so he said, Moses is dead. The announcement of the therefore arise. Do you know that when something like that is announced, you are blessed to be in this church? Really, I, 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 I know. I know because in this season, people are preaching other stuff. I'm here to tell you by the Spirit that there is a new season coming in the body of Christ. And you need, and you are at the cutting edge of information from heaven. Hallelujah. So we are not here to give you a nice message. We are here as an oracle of a living God to tell you, that says the Lord. There is a new season in the body of Christ. You say, now therefore arise. So when there is a season that has passed and the new season that is coming, they need to be positioning. Yes, we need to position yourself. Hallelujah. Because it's a call to responsibility. It's not a call to scream. It's a call for to responsibility. Because you have a responsibility to hold that new position in which you are graced. Hallelujah. So, so the generation is passed now. There is a new generation. But now you need to position yourself. You say, arise. Arise. It does not say, ask your neighbor if you can arise. He say, arise. It's personal to you. This call is personal to you. Many people will decide not to arise, but what are you going to do? You cannot say, because they didn't, I didn't. You need to be intentional about your arising. That you need to say to yourself, this is my day, and from today on, I'm entering the new thing that God is doing, and I'm arising. Now, you don't just arise with words, you arise with deeds. Hallelujah. Your deeds need to prove that you are arising. Your word needs to change and your deeds need to change. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, go to this Jordan. So you arise and God shows you exactly what to do. Hallelujah. Amen. But then, in the process, you need to understand that God did not give a responsibility to every Paddy in the camp. He gave it to Joshua. Do you know why? Because Joshua knew how to learn from the old. Before he can arise. So we are thankful with the servants of God. I learned a lot from servants of God. But I must take what I learned and change it into something new now. I learned submission. I learned obedience. Because as a son, sometimes rebellion attacks you. Sons are more inclined to rebellion than even servants. Do you know that David's greatest problem was not the people, it was his son? Absalom. Hallelujah. Sons in the house can become the greater problem of a father. But the reason why God allowed a son to learn from the servanthood so that he may know that even being a son does not qualify him to bypass the rules of a father. Meaning, I cannot stand up and because I'm a son, Declare the death of people. You understand? I'm a son. He has given the power. But I must walk with the character of a father. So that I may always come back home and father say, welcome my son. Because a son displays the father outside. Yes. A son that is well trained does not just carry the DNA. He carries also the character. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about the sons of God in the church, we are talking about those who not only carry the DNA but portray the character of God outside there. They are walking in love like the Father. They are walking in authority like the Father. They are doing it like the Father. They will recognize them because of their deeds. Because people can look like you but they might not be your sons. There's a guy 
in Ivory Coast, I heard, looks exactly like me. My sister said, I saw him, I was shocked. He said, I thought you came. Now, that guy looked like me. If he does not talk, you will think it's me. But when he talks, you know it's not me. Why? Because <laughs> relationship is not just based on looks. It's based on character. It's based on, on how the person handles himself. Hallelujah. Amen. Can somebody say amen? amen. So, so in this season, God want me to preach this message so that you can learn that as a son, I need to be like my father. And he said, every place that the sole of your foot will trample or portray upon, I have given it to you. That's the assurance of his son. The new generation is not there to ask God to do things. It's there to enter the thing that God already done. Let me say it again. Sons are not asking God to do things. They enter what God has already done. Amen. Do you want me to prove to you? The book of Ephesians says we are God's workmanship. <laughs> what are we doing? We are doing the work that he has already prepared in advance for us to do. So he has already prepared the work and you just walk into the work. So a son is free from the mentality of a slave. A slave does not know what is going to happen tomorrow because the father does not confide himself to the slave. Do you know the slave don't know if the farm will be sold? But the son knows. The father will call the son and say, listen, I want to sell this farm. What do you think? As, as weird as it can sound, let me tell you something. When you walk with God, God consults with you. It sounds not scriptural, but it does. Hallelujah. In the Old Testament, he was consulting. He speaks to the people. He was saying to Moses, this is what I'm going to do. And Moses said, no, please don't do it that way. And God said, okay, I will say what you did. I will do what you said. So God doesn't want to be a tyrant that sits in heaven with a stick and hit it on your head. Say, go! And then, yes, Lord. The God that we serve hmm, will talk to you. He will not consult you so that you can extract him, but in the process of the beauty of a relationship, he wants to hear your heart. Not that he does not know your heart, but he wants you to know that your heart is spoken out. So, so, so the new generation needs to understand that. And, and you need to understand that you've been prepared under the old, and now the new has come. The Joshua generation. I say the Joshua generation. The Joshua generation that will divide the land. Now, we are in a position where God wants to divide the land to the people. Now, I'm not talking about physical land. I, you see, I'm in green, so I don't talk about physical land. I'm, so I'm talking, I'm talking about the sphere of influence. Hallelujah. So God wants us to train the people to buy into their own sphere of influence. This generation will be the generation that will usher the coming of the Lord. How? By displaying God on earth. This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached. Then the end will come. The gospel of the kingdom is not just said to the people, change your mind. The gospel of the kingdom, it comes with power. Yes, yes, yes. The gospel of the kingdom comes with evidence, comes with signs and wonders, and he has bestowed the power on you. To do it as a believer. And this sign shall follow where that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. So deliverance is the entry level of the kingdom. If you are stuck in deliverance, you haven't grown. Hallelujah. So, so, so you need to understand that you were trained in order to arise now. 
You position yourself. Hallelujah. I said it already. Look at Elisha in the book of 2 Kings chapter number 2. Elijah was supposed to go to heaven and Elisha was with him. Remember, Elisha was a farmer. He was not among the sons of a prophet. He was a farmer. Amen? Amen. Elijah has trained the prophet for many years and now he's about to go. And God looked among the sons of the prophet and he said, no, you train them, but they didn't get the lesson. Let's go and fetch a farmer. Hey, a farmer that didn't know anything about prophecy. He said, this, this, get this farmer. And then he gave a bit of time for the farmer to walk with Elijah. And the farmer was learning. <laughs> he was learning the art of how to hear from God. And the day he was supposed to be raptured, he said to the farmer, stay here. I'm go-. The farmer said, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. I've been long enough with you to know how you talk. While the sons of the prophets were following them from afar. Elijah, listen, Elijah didn't tell these guys, stay away. They are his students. They decided to stay away. What were they doing? They are arguing among themselves. Hey, hey, who will be the greatest? We can see this guy is going, let him go. He's going to be. And Elijah, he says, we will be raptured together. I'm not a prophet. But we'll be after. He said, stay here. He said, no, I'm not staying. They went to different places. I don't have time to preach about that today. They went to different places. And then they came to Jordan. And the sons of the prophet were looking. And Elijah, he took his mantle. Hmm. He wrapped it around his hand. Oh. And he hit the water. And he says nothing. And the water. Then he walks. And Elijah didn't say, this is not my anointing. He walked behind him. And they crossed. And after they crossed, Elijah said, what can I do for you? He will not ask that to anyone except the one that crossed the water with him. It means a son needs to be faithful. So, Elijah Elijah said, I want a double portion of your spirit. And we laugh because that way we missed it. Because the double portion he was asking was not about anointing. You can't give a double portion of anointing. How do you do that? How do you do that? Because the anointing is the Holy Spirit. How do you give a double portion of the Holy Spirit? Where do you find this double portion? No, if you study the culture of the Hebrews, every time they talk about double portion, they talk about place of preference. If you read the book of 1 Samuel, the Bible says that Elkanah will give a double portion to Anna. Meaning, you are the wife of my heart. So when the son receives a double portion, it's a positioning. So what Elijah was asking is, I want to be in your place when you go. Amen. It has nothing to do with anointing. I want to be the one that you choose when you go. He said, okay, you have asked a hard thing because I can't appoint you, my God. You cannot appoint a prophet. A prophet is born. You cannot lay hand on somebody. Hmm, kabatakasha, shopata. Hmm, Today you have become a prophet. Yeah! You will be a prophet of Baal. He said, before you were designed in the womb of your mother, I knew you have set you aside to be a prophet to the nation. Prophets are born. Prophets are not created. I cannot make you prophet. I can train you to know your gift in the prophetic and how to operate it. But you need to be called before I train you. What is this tendency of walking with men of God because the prophet, no, I've become a prophet. Who, who told you to do that? Say, who told you? So Elijah says, you've asked a hard thing, but if you see me going, what does it mean? 
If your eyes are open, that will be a sign for you that you are a prophet. If you can't see me, you are not a prophet. He said, if you see me, then the position is yours. Anyone that can see me has a position. And then a chariot of fire came. And the sons of the prophet didn't see the chariot of fire. They just saw from far Elijah and Elijah. And Elijah said, when the chariot came between them, he said, my father, my father, my father, he called him my father. Yes. You know that scripture. He said, my father, my father, the chariot of Israel. And while he was screaming, Elijah was raptured. And then the mantle, my God, somewhere, somehow, he couldn't go to heaven with that mantle. And, and, and while he was going, the mantle was coming out. While he was going, the mantle, and two, and two, the mantle fell upon him. And then, when he got the mantle, when he got the mantle, you know what happened? He got the mantle, and, and he came back to the Jordan. Give me back, I'm still here. <laughs> I'm just teasing. He got it. And he was going. And he said, now, not only I know I'm a prophet, I want to see if I have the same power. Now, if he has received a double portion of the anointing, if it was anointing, oh, he didn't need even to strike the water. Because the first anointing struck the water. The second anointing was supposed to walk on the water. Ah. He came and did the same thing. Took it. And then he said, where is the God of Elijah? He knew that the mantle means nothing if there is not a God that backs the mantle. And where is the God of Elijah? And the water opened up. I don't know what mantle you are waiting for, but if that mantle is not backed by the God of heaven, you got the wrong mantle. You might do many things, but it's not from heaven. Where is the God of Elijah? This generation must ask, where is the God? Oh my God. Where is the God that walked with Paul? Where is the God that walked with Peter? Where is the God? God, oh, open up. My God, I feel the presence of God in this place. Amen. I feel the presence. And then the new generation was born out of crossing the Jordan. And Elisha came. He came back to his people. He walked with his people. Ay, 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 ay. And they bowed down to him because they recognized the position is his. Hallelujah. It was not sure that he could prophesy more accurately than them. Because prophecy is not about prophesying. Oh, help me, my dear. It's good to be married. <laughs> if you are not married, I charge you in the name of Jesus. Trust <laughs> I came back and I said, I'm not sure I could prophesy more accurately than most people, but at least he came back with something on him. Hallelujah. Now, let me move from there. Jesus came. The Holy Ghost came upon him. When he came out of baptism, they say, and the Spirit descended upon him. That is matter. Yes, that's a mantle. He got a mantle. He walked with them three and a half years. And he said, when he rose, he said, find me in Galilee. Ay, 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 ay. Find me on the Mount of Olives. Hallelujah. He said, we go to the Mount of Olives. And we were standing there. And like Elijah and Elisha, they saw him going. Do you know that that day, they were not the only people of Mount Olive? <laughs> That's what we think. Mount Olive is between the Kidon Valley and, uh, and the, the te te table, uh, Mount te table Mountain. Yes. And there's a valley there. 
And that place, Jerusalem, the old city is there. So it was not a hidden place. So if you stand there and you are going, many people will see you. Amen? Amen. You were there. Now, if when we were there, I was going up, everybody would have seen me. Now, Jesus is going up and no one sees him except the disciples. Because if they have seen him going, the whole Jerusalem will say, oh, you are the Messiah. Yeah, yeah, he goes on the cloud. Now, he didn't go like that. He went physically, but yet not physically. Because when he was going, he was, his body has already become spirit. So only a spirit man can see a spirit. So, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. so the, the disciples were standing there and were looking into heaven. And they saw him going. But he has told them, the mantle will fall, but not here. The same Holy Spirit that was upon me is coming down. I'll give you a secret. It will fall on the upper room. Go there. So Jesus is going to heaven. And no one sees him except the disciples. And the angel came, talked to them. No one heard the angel except the disciples. And the, this, you know there are many things in the kingdom that you may not know, but we know. So as we are sitting here, there are things that are happening that you, you might not know. And if somebody tells you, you say, they are liars. They are, they are making up those stuff. You know what? Because you don't know. So he went. And then the disciple went to Apeon. And when the day of Pentecost has fully come, they came from heaven. Oh, the mantle was coming. My God. The mantle was ushered by a mighty rushing wind. And there was a sound. And that sound was heard even in the marketplace. This time the mantle is not coming quietly. The mantle is coming with noise. And the Bible says, oh, they saw like tongue of fire that appeared. Oh, the mantle is coming. Somebody say, oh, say the mantle is coming. Say the mantle is coming. And then they said, then he rest upon each one of them. And they began to speak in unknown tongue as the Spirit gave them utterance too. But now, they were a bit confused because in Elijah's time, Elijah got a physical mantle. So how do we know we have a mantle? At chapter number three. Peter said, John, let's go and test this thing. There was a guy sitting there, he's been begging. Let's go and test this matter if we really received it. He goes there, and the guy said, That's a belief. <laughs> <laughs> and Peter says, Thank you. I don't... <laughs> and Peter said, Silver and gold, I do not have. But what I do, my God, what I do have, whoa, whoa, what I do, I give to you in the name of Christ in me. Stand up and walk. You have received a mantle. I said you, you don't need to pray for another mantle. You receive the biggest matter when the Holy Ghost came. The matter that was upon Jesus is in you, is with you. You have received the matter of the Holy Ghost. Today you can stand up and say, serve and go. I do not have, but what? Receive the fire of the Holy Spirit. You have received the matter. So you have received the matter. This new generation has something bigger than what you think. Yes, you are not beggars anymore. You have received the matter. And you know what this mantle does? This mantle does not just heal the sick. This mantle opens the way when there is no ways. <laughs> this mantle does not just raise the dead. This mantle makes a way for you when the door is closed. This mantle is a mantle that carries you through life. It will teach you in everything. And my God, this, this, this mantle is a talking mantle. It's not just a fixed mantle. It's a talking, it's a talking mantle. This is your day. Amen. I said you are receiving a talking mantle. You have received something that talks. <laughs> you, 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 you saw him going. You saw him going. Whenever you take act one, read and see him going. And you saw him going, see receiving the mantle. And the mantle is right in you and on you. Therefore, you go with now from the Elisha, from the Elijah to the Elisha, the new mantle does not part water. The new mantle walks on water. The new mantle does not fish. The new mantle collects fish. 
he calls them and he collects them. We have transited from the Old Testament doing to a new mindset. Jesus came, if there was water, he walks on water. It makes no difference to him. He just walked on the water like, the, like concrete. The disciple was in the boat. And Jesus was walking. They said the wind was contrary and Jesus was walking. He didn't walk like this. No, he took a walk. Yeah, Peter, Peter, how are you? And, and Peter said, oh, ghost. He said, no, relax, 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 relax. This is the new thing. This is a new thing. I will show you you can do it. Come. And Peter came in. I'm, 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 I'm walking. I'm walking. But then he, he oh, oh, oh. And the moment he considered the situation, he started to sink. In the new mantle, don't consider situation, consider him. Hey! Don't consider what people say, consider him. They say, you have no money. You say, that is too bad because I consider him. They say, you cannot do it. You say, this is too bad because I consider him. Yo, we are not budgetary generation anymore. My father told me, it's a budgetary people. We budget mine. It's not wrong to budget. But sometimes your budget can clamp you and box you in a way that God wants to do something. No, the budget does not allow. No, it's not the budget, it's you. People are wondering, how are we going to put a sculpture like that? A building that can cost 40 million. Divine. Yeah, divine. 40 million. Live long enough. If you live long enough, you will see me preaching in that building. I tell you by the Spirit of the Lord. Yeah! Yeah! Arise! It's your time to arise and to shine. So when you woke up this morning, now in the morning, you say, oh, the mantle is on me. It's on me. It's in me. It's on me. Nothing. Is it missing? Everything. You. You will not die. Not here. I said not here. If I shoot you, we will go. Kappa! Satakashiato! Arise! Woo! When you woke up in the morning, I have the mantle. It's in me, it's in over me. So when you go, you walk like one of them. When, when, when people say, oh, you put your CV, there's no job here anymore. You call them and say, it's too bad. I was coming to, to better your company. It's your own problem. You make your mind. If you want your company to go higher, you hire me. And I'll teach you the way. That I give it to you. Just It's too bad for you. And you drop it. You know, they say it. They, 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 they. Who are they? Who are these people? Who are these people? You know, I talk like a king. Because I, I live like a king. I don't have it all. I cannot say, I have all these things. You know, in the natural, I don't, but in the spirit, I know I do. And I'm walking more in the reality of the spirit than the reality of the natural. You know, I went to a, a garage one time. And uh, we were looking for a car, and I, I walked, and I was in jeans and stuff, and the guy said, when he saw me, I was going, he said, no, those other cars are very expensive. Maybe let me show you some. I said, you're insulting me now, because you don't know me. So I said, take me to the other side. And not that I was going to buy anything. <laughs> so I walked there, and he showed me, and he said, this is the price. I said, oh, is that the price? He said, yes. I said, is that the price? That's why you say it's too expensive. He said, what do you mean? I said, this is cheap, man. <laughs> he said, so are you going to buy it? I said, I need one full call. call for, I will call my father now. If he said we must buy it, I will buy it. He said, who is your father? I said, I will tell you now. <laughs> so I walked. I walked. Rabashante Satya. So, father, you think we can collect this? And the father said, no, leave it. It's not for you. <laughs> so... I went there, I said, sir, my father says no, so I will leave it here. He said, oh, your father? I said, yes. 
You know how I introduced my father? They know that. We went to an hospital and uh, the doctor came and he said, are you in business? I said, yes. He said, what kind of business? I said, we do everything. <laughs> he said, what do you mean? I said, we produce oxygen and uh, we, 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 all the resources of the earth here are under our management. And he said, what? So my, father, my wife told tell him why he passed it. I said, well, for what? <laughs> for what? Pastor for what? I'm a pastor. No, I'm not one. I'm a son of a living God. Yes. Yes. I confused that doctor until we left. I never told him. I mean, you know, no. Huh? I confused somebody else. He went to buy something in a, in a place and I walked in there and I said to the lady, I want discount. She said, no, I will never give discounts. I said, if you knew who was asking you discounts, you would have given fast. Then I left. She said, my, who is your husband? <laughs> I walk like me. I talk like me. Not just in church. I talk like that in the street. I talk I, because I have understood that I'm a son. I'm not a beggar. I'm not a beggar. I'm a son. So the, the spirit of son dwells on you this morning. Woo! The spirit of son says, a new generation is arising. A generation that knows the Father. No, me, I don't talk with talk with talk. <laughs> she was there. She knew what I'm talking about. Hmm. She said, no, me, we, we do everything. And uh, if you want some oxygen, you talk to me. I'll speak to my father, I'll give it to you. <laughs> By the laying on hands. Receive oxygen. <laughs> you breathe. I say, I hold the gold mine. I say, no, it's too small. The earth is the Lord. And the fullness of it. What is a gold mine? A gold mine. A gold mine on the earth, but the earth is the Lord. And I'm a son of a living God. Yo, oh my God. No man will say no to you from today on. And even when they say no, they'll have to reconsider because you... S- they'll have to reconsider. Unless you don't want it. They'll have to reconsider. When we buy this property, my father told me, son, it's yours. I went to him and said, daddy, it feels like you have the finance of the church. He said, you leave it or you take it. It's yours. You must decide now. Yo, so I decided mine. And the Lord made it possible. Please. If you open your fridge, there's no food. Don't cry anymore. Amen. Say, Daddy, there's no food here. We need to eat. Thank you for the provision. Amen. And thank you for the food. And then you go about your business. I bet you by the grace of the Lord, something is going to happen. I prayed that prayer one time. We didn't have food. And my wife and I, we pray. And three o'clock, we have visited. I won't talk the full story. But then in the morning, there was a knock at our door. King. We opened, there was a car, we opened the boot. Now, the food that was in, we, couldn't, we didn't have place in the fridge anymore to store the food. Amen. From nothing to fullness. Because we asked the Father, ask in my name and it shall be given. Ask the Father in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for this morning. I warned you because I knew it would be long. Father, I thank you. Who is blessed? Say, say, I know you are a woman, eh? but I'm, I'm saying, let's say I'm a son. It does not mean you are a boy. I don't want to confuse people here. Then they say, no, I was born with the spirit of a man. No, you lie. What are these things doing in front of you? You are born. <laughs> You can cut them off, but the genes can be cut. You know, do you know that in the chromosome, there are two, X and Y. Now, for a female, it's XX. For a man, it's XY. There is no any, there is no trans between. There is nothing. You cannot transit from X and I'm taking, I'm going. No, you can't do that. It's not, it's a biology. You can't. You can cut your face, put another nose, but the DNA, you can't. 
I've said it. It's the truth. I'm just telling you plain truth here. If you are a doctor and you study genetics, you know what I'm talking about. That there is X, X, and X, Y. Now, for a boy, it's X, Y. For a girl, it's X, S. When you have a baby, the, the sex of a baby, who determines the sex of a baby? The men. Because the man has a mission to bring a Y or an X. The woman always brings X. And if the, 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 the man brings a Y, it becomes a boy. If he brings an X, it becomes a female. There are two. There's no three. There's no four. Huh? You can add as many letters as one. It means nothing. It's only two. So we're going to do a confession because I clarify. Stand up. In the name of Jesus, I have a spirit of sonship. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I walk with a spirit of sonship. In the name of Jesus, I am approved by heaven. In the name of Jesus, I was sent by heaven to do the works of God. Hallelujah. And I want you to say this. You know, there are products. That when you buy the right made in China, have you read those products? But you know that made in China was made in Johannesburg. They made the idea come from China. So, me, and I learned it from one of the people I'm learning from. He said, I was created, or I was made in heaven, assembled in Africa. Dispatched to my generation. So you are made in heaven. You may be assembled in the UK, assembled in America, but the only thing is that you are always made from heaven. Because this is a heaven make or made. It's not, it's not earth made. It's heaven made. So as a human being, as a Christian, as a child of God, you are made in heaven, assembled in your family and dispatched to your generation. Don't limit yourself to the place where you are assembled. Yeah, because the, the, the construction comes from heaven. So I want you to lift up your hand. Say it from today. I consider. And I know. I was made in heaven. Assembled in my family. And dispatched to my generation. To be a blessing to everybody I meet. If I greet somebody, he's so blessed. Hallelujah! May God bless you. Give a big hand to our Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You may be seated. Let's do an offering in the house and then we're going to conclude our service. And tonight, I'm going to minister a bit favor.